Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. great to be back with you folks. We praise God for each and every one of you uh, listening to us on the radio or at this podcast. And we just want to say you guys are the best. We thank you for your prayers. Thanks for being you. Thanks for being willing to worship God. Thanks for making a difference for God. Uh, With me, as always, my friend, my cohort, uh, dog owner, eight kid, uh, mommy, and uh, missionary extraordinaire, Stephanie. What is going on with you? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, not much is going on this morning other than obviously doing podcasts and uh, doing food runs for Mushu, our red-bearded dragon lizard who eats like it's going out of style. And uh, so yeah. that's... <clears throat> and he, eats, he only eats special food, is that right? He only eats a certain kind of food? Eats, um, he eats greens, so I get him mustard, greens, or collard greens um every week and he also loves um this special kind of roach they look more like a beetle i don't do cockroaches i'd be freaked out if they look like those but they're they're a beetle like a black roach slash beetle whatever and um, those are his two i would say he definitely prefers the the roaches above anything else in the in the bug category but he eats a lot of crickets too so right now that's yeah Wow. So mom, you know, mom broke down and bought a lizard for a little Caleb. Little Caleb had lost his turtle. So his little turtle, Tiny Tim, that he liked more than his big turtle, Camo, who's still alive, ate Tiny Tim. It's just a long, ugly story. So Stephanie ended up getting a lizard, and the lizard was deformed. The lizard went bad. And uh, so they went out and bought a new lizard. And the new lizards, you know, it's kind of right with God. And uh, but. You have to feed it with greens all the time and stuff. So I'm going to meet the new lizard soon. So I'm kind of excited about that. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not a reptile guy, so I don't know if he'll be sitting around on my lap or anything. You just don't know. I, I do have a feeling that Caleb's going to bring him over to me to pet him and stuff. And I, you know, I'll go there. I'm not afraid of him. You know, I wrestled an alligator. So I mean, even though the alligator's mouth was taped shut, I did wrestle him. And, uh, there's not a lot of people on earth that wrestled an alligator and, uh, <laughs> There's only one on this podcast. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right. You know? I have a python and a boa constrictor, though. That's my claim to fame. Well, and those are some pretty ominous. Is that a good word? Snakes? Oh, or... yes. I'll agree with you 100% there. That the boa thing... can wrap around your neck and kill you. That python well, can kill yeah. you. Thankfully, yeah. we were in, in South Africa, and I asked the lady, I said, now, are these things well-fed? Because I really don't want to be there at lunch. And she's like, oh, yeah, we never let anybody hold them when they're hungry. I'm like, oh, that's comforting. That thing was massive. Yeah, you know, I held one once. I didn't wrestle it or anything, but I held one once, and I didn't like it. You know? No, I didn't either. I did it for Charles. Yeah. Because you know, it's, it's, a, it's a snake. It reminds me of a missionary I took care of one time. I helped him out a lot. Got him a job, took care of him. 
He was a snake. That's how he turned out. He is a snake. But anyway, here we are. Some people are snakes. What can I say? And uh, I hate to point out the obvious, but some people are snakes. Snakes. I was going to say snakes. I don't know what I was going to say. They're snakes. And uh, so here we are. We're on this great segment. It's Stephanie's turn. You might be a knucklehead if. Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you're one of those people that, you know, people spend time with you and they come away feeling depressed, suicidal, or like their energy was just zapped out of them. You know, I know people, I know married people, they don't even like each other and stuff. It's weird. You know, I'm always prescribing to people uh, that they just go somewhere by themselves, married people, and rekindle their marriages and stuff, you know. And uh, But there's people on this earth that suck joy. They're joy suckers. We could write a song entitled The Joy Suckers. They, uh, they suck joy from all of us. Don't be a joy sucker today. Be a joy giver. And food that's right with God, Stephanie, what do you got? Wow. Um, food that's right with God. I'm going to be honest with you. We got, um, I got Charles cause he loves to grill. So I got Charles a, a bottle or a, yeah, it was like a bottle, whatever of, um, steak seasoning from Wyoming. So I got yesterday at Costco, I picked up some s- steaks and he grilled a few last night that we all shared. And let me tell you, that was pretty right with God. So was it like Montreal steak seasoning or something like that, or it's different? It's it's from Wyoming, um, oh. so blend I had never we had never had before. Um, it was good. It was good. You ha- I mean, we like spicy, so we were we thought it was awesome. I like spicy too, but Stephanie, what do you throw some weird seasoning in all your food? What is it? Oh, Creole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big Creole guy, but Stephanie's a good cook, man. Good baker. She's got her life together, man, when it comes to cooking. She can iron. There's nobody that I know that can iron a shirt faster than Stephanie Ruth Williams, married name Wesco. I don't know anybody who can iron a shirt faster than Stephanie. Matter of fact, I'm not even ironing my good shirts. I'm bringing them to Stephanie's house and putting them next to the iron, praise God, because she can iron a shirt. She can cook. She can iron. She can play the piano. and say, I'm kind of jealous. I can't do anything, and she can do all oh, kinds my- of things. A great cook. If if she was if she was a guy, she'd be preacher of the biggest church in America. I mean, that's, she's got all that yeah. stuff going for her. But here we are on Psalm number one hundred, and uh, I love this psalm. And you know, I just want to point out to you that first verse as we start reading, uh, Stephanie, make a <laughs> joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands, serve the Lord. It says joyful. It joyful. Does. It doesn't say beautiful, Josh Grogan like. It doesn't say that. It says joyful. <laughs> Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. And, and and I'm just sending that out to one of my friends in Wyoming too. That what it says there. It says make a joyful. I'm not going to mention any names because I'm not bitter. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord He is God. It is He that hath made us. And we, not ourselves, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into the gate with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth all generations. One of the great Psalms, Stephanie, one of of the Psalms that defines a Christian. What are you thinking? 
Wow. This psalm, you know, I think this is one of those psalms that's one of the first full psalms, along with Psalm 23, that every child is taught. Um, and I think it's a very important psalm. It's short, but it packs a punch. And um, it sums up, I think, in a lot of ways, what are one of the main reasons for our existence. Um, we're to be praising the Lord. We're to be serving him with gladness. Um that sums up life, coming into his presence with singing. Um, and I love in verse 3 how it says it's a command that we are to know. In other words, it is to be literally ingrained in us, a part of our very being, that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. And um, I think verse 3 reminds me so much of the fact that my life doesn't belong to me. I was not created for myself. I was created for his glory, for his pleasure, for his purpose. And um, when, when verse three is a part of you, when verse three is ingrained into your very being, when in a sense it is a part, becomes a part of your DNA, um, a part of your every action, knowing that God is God, I belong to him. I'm here to serve him, to praise him, to worship him, to extol him. It cha it'll change my life. It'll change my purpose. It'll change my whole reason for eating, breathing, and sleeping, that it's all about Jesus. It's all about Christ. <clears throat> and that's where we are today. I think that, whew, man, if we could grasp that, if we could make the Lord that big in our lives, <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is more gravelly than the day is long, but I, I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking if we grasp what you just said, who God is and who we are. Somewhere along the way, Stephanie, and I'm not sure if it's our culture, I'm not sure if it's, there seems we, we have much more technology, we have much more things available to us. I mean, we can turn on something day and night, 24 hours a day, say, man, I want to watch this, man, I want to do this, and boom, it's there. And, uh, but somewhere along the way, we've lost our desire to read God's word. We've lost our desire to make joyful noises unto God. You know, our family, we weren't saved growing up, but mom would sing all the time. We'd sing in the garden, we'd sing Christian songs. Mom would go around the house singing. She had a beautiful voice, uh, extremely well-written, uh, well-spoken lady. And uh, I think we're losing that somewhere along the way. I think TVs were placing a big part of our lives. I think Internet's replacing a big part of our lives. I, I think, you know, but, but God doesn't care what we have. He's telling us, make a joyful noise. Serve the Lord with gladness. He's not saying serve the Lord. He's saying serve the Lord with gladness. I saved mm. you. Be happy. Be glad. Uh, you know, it's saying go. Be joyful as you do these things. And, you know, be glad. And uh, uh, come before his presence with singing and I think we can't come in front of his presence with singing some silly old rock and roll song. When we're going into God's presence, we're, you know, holy is his name. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, great is thy faithfulness. I mean, amazing grace. I mean, those are the things that come to my mind. Uh, you know, our Christian anthem, I believe, is amazing grace. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we need to come in front of God with those songs, the doxology. And... Uh, you know, with the doxology, it got beat up pretty much when I was a Catholic, though. Praise God from whom. That's how we sing it, even good singers. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. 
You know, then we'd come to the end of it and go, oh, it used to drive me crazy. Then, anyway, <laughs> we're supposed to be glad. We're supposed to be singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people in the sheep of his pasture. Wow. We are the mm. sheep. We're his. He owns us. This is his pasture, this earth, this world. And uh, it, it's saying we're the sheep of his pasture. He's our God. And, I mean, where, where do we go? Where do we go to find out how to make God big in our lives? Well, we go to his word. We go to church. We go to the places he's given us um, to, to learn more about him, to become like him. You go to Christian friends. And I don't mean friends that are going to tell you it's okay to sin that it's okay to do your own thing i'm talking friend a real friend is someone who will seek to encourage you to draw closer to the lord and become more like him yeah and but his word you know i think that's our chief place um of knowing who jesus is it's his love letter to us so much of scripture the psalms um i don't know what i would do without the psalms i i they're they're an oxygen flow for me um i look at this psalm doug i'm seeing i was just while you were talking there, I was underlining parts of it in my Bible here, but God's given us um, six commands that I think are powerful, actually seven, Um, but we're told to make, to serve, to come, to know, to enter, to be thankful, and to bless. Wow. And if we put those commands in front of us and realize that Every one of those commands is attached to who Jesus Christ is. It's attached to our life, to making him our life, to serving him, to coming before him, to knowing him, to entering into his gates, to being thankful, to blessing his name. If that is our focus, we won't have time for all the other junk. We won't have time for um, things of this world. We won't have time for... um, making people the center of our universe versus Jesus Christ. I think the psalm, it's it's, like I said, it's small, but it is packed with so much power and so much truth. And the Lord's given us a beautiful outline um, of, of what to do to keep him as our focus because he is good, because his mercy is everlasting and because his truth will endure forever because of those things Verses one through four make it, they give us a beautiful, you know, you were saying, how do we know this God? How do we, how can we get to know what he wants us to do? It's right, it's right here in this psalm. Yeah, and and I think that's, that's evident. I want to go back to something you had come up with and that I really enjoyed when you were talking about hanging out with the right people, uh, going to church, you know, reading your Bible, listening to God, praying hanging out with the right people. And I know we say this about once a month, but it needs to be said. Some friends will bring you down, man. And, uh, you know, some friendships aren't real friendships. They're one way. They're, you know, they're like 14th Street in uh, Washington, D.C., one way. And, uh, you know, you got to be involved in godly relationships and godly. And, and those of you who aren't married, don't be in a hurry to go out there and meet some gal or dude just to get married. I mean, get the right person, the person God has for you. I'd rather be single wanting to be married than married wanting to be divorced. So just do what you got to do. And, and you know, you can, it's hard to make a joyful noise to the Lord 
uh, when you're surrounded by pain and depression and craziness and freakedness and all those types of things, it's hard to do. You know, you convolute the whole meaning of the Holy Spirit of God in your life, and it distorts the image of God. And, and, and you know, we look at 4 and 5, Stephanie, enter into the gates with thanksgiving and into the courts with praise and be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy uh, is everlasting, and his truth endureth all the generations. So we enter into the gates with thanksgiving. We're allowed to enter into the gates of heaven with our prayer. In our worship, Stephanie, we're 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 in. If, mm-hmm. if it's right, if we're doing right, if we're if we're saying the right things, if we're joyful, as it told us at the beginning of that, uh, what you covered, if we're submissive to God, uh, there in verse number three, in those last couple of verses, if we're thankful, if we're thankful, we get to enter into His gates. I don't know yeah. about you, but there's not a lot of cool things into his, in life that we get to do. One of them is probably the coolest is enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And, uh, <laughs> man, I want to – you got to find a good public hymn to close us out with, Stephanie. I think we need a real good first verse of a good hymn that goes with a, a psalm of praise like 100. So, you know, as we go through these regal psalms, these kingdom type of psalms, these psalms that puts God on a pedestal where he belongs, uh, friends, be thankful be submissive, be joyful. Those are things, they, they, those words go along with being a Christian. Being submissive to God means you're a Christian. Being thankful to God means you're a Christian. Being joyful uh, and knowing everything God does for you means you're a Christian. Those are characteristics of being a Christian. Yeah. And, and if you have those characteristics, man, it's going all right. You're burning on all eight cylinders. And so what did you come up with, Stephanie? Do you have a song that kind of wraps all this up? Are you thinking of something that's public domain or our song even? Uh, well, I, I'm thinking um, the chorus of How Great Thou Art. Amen. That's a good one. Why don't you go ahead and sing that for us? Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. You want to talk about entering his gates with thanksgiving? (laughs) Sing that song. You'll do it. Getting there to pray and love him. Remember, as we went through these royal psalms, as we went through how we should worship God and what worship should look like, and Stephanie gave us a great example of why we sing, what worship looks like a couple psalms ago. But, folks, you know, imagine coming to the Lord in worship with something like How Great Thou Art, something like Amazing Grace, uh, those types of songs. Man, I love that song, How Great Thou Art. Joy to the world. I love that song, Joy to the World. I don't think Joy to the World is just a Christmas song. Uh, Tell us a couple songs that I didn't hit, Stephanie, over the next minute or so that are great songs to enter into his gates that we could carry. We don't have to sing in front of other people. We can carry the words and sing them in the car by ourselves, sing along with them. What would be a couple or a few good hymns to do that with, Stephanie? Wow, I think uh, Victory in Jesus is a great God. Yeah. And... um, there's joyful, joyful, we adore thee. Those are two that oh, I just 
our beautiful um, extolling, praising the Lord hymns. I heard an old, old story how our Savior came from glory, how he gave his life at Calvary to save, uh, what is it, a wretch like me? Yep, yep. And then I cried, dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. Am I right so far? Somehow Jesus came to me and gave the victory. Oh, folks, that's what we need. We need the victory. We have it today through Jesus Christ. We sure do love you, folks. Come find us. I hope you went out and looked at Stephanie's muffin recipe. Uh, We're going to try, by the time this airs, I'm going to try to get at least Thor with me. But uh, we'll see what we can do about Emmy and the other kids. We sure do love you, folks. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Make sure you find us on Help for Wounded Spirits. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at woundedspirits.com.